Welcome to our series, our three-part series called Kiadam Eitzasada. Man is a tree of the is like a tree of the field. This is Saratova Best. In preparation for the fifteenth of Shvat, when we celebrate its 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 Rosh Hashanah for the trees, what does it have to do with us? Kiadam Eitzasada. We're compared to the trees, so it has everything to do with our personal growth, our spiritual growth, our every kind of growth, our moving from an old way of being to a new way of being, from something less progressive. Some a, a kind of a way that we're less proud of to a way that we're more proud of. When we think about fruits, fruits really, there's a phase when fruits are preceded by a flower, and the flower is usually very beautiful. There's a bud, and there's a, and then there's a fruit, and then there, sorry, there's a bud, and then there's a flower, and then there's a fruit. So fruits are really considered almost, they're not basic foods, they're luxury foods. There's something very uh, luxurious, very uh, opulent about fruits. I, I, these days, obviously, as we have every kind of pastry in the world, uh, the, the fruits are not as considered as magnificent. But once upon a time, to have an orange was an incredible luxury. It meant you really have a sheerest emotional wealth, physical wealth, spiritual wealth, you name it. So we're going to discuss uh, hopefully three different fruits and what it has to do with our personal growth. So as we said, Adam hates Asada. And on Rosh Hashanah for the trees, on the 15th of Shvat, it's determined what will be. And it's it's a date, it's a Yamasugal for us to have our Rosh Hashanah in that personal, in that kind of growth. So there are seven, the, there are seven kinds in Eretz Yisrael, and the Pasuk says the following. The seven kinds that the, that Eretz Yisrael is, is praised with, it's called Eretz Chita, Usaira, Vegefen, Uteena, Verimain, Eretz Zeshem, and Udvash. Eretz Yisrael is a land of wheat and barley, and grapes, and dates, and pomegranates, uh, sorry, and figs, and pomegranates, it's also a land of olive oil, meaning olives, and honey from dates, date honey. The truth is that these seven kinds correspond to the seven midas. Are we more chesed, more gvura, more of a blend, more determined, more netzach, more more inward determination, more get it done, decided malchus, more grounded? We each have our different combinations, and each one of those, we want to move to the next level. And really, the seven kinds of Eretzisral correspond to the seven midas and the seven branches of the menaira. And the menaira is one piece of gold. That means we as the Jewish people, we are divided into seven, and seven different ways of serving Hashem. But every detail, every one of those seven is included in everyone, the men, the women, and the children. And the truth is, even Rosh, even though Rosh Hashanah Elan has to do with five of them, because we're not talking about, here we're not going to talk about wheat and barley, but the fruits, um, but there's much to learn from all of this. So, let's talk about grapes. Once upon a time, 
in the old days, how do they make wine? I don't know if they did this by the Yidden or it was just, you know, outside in the rest of the world, but they would take a bunch of grapes and they would put them in a big, uh, big bucket and they would take off their socks or maybe they would put on special boots possible in the real simple old villages again not necessarily by the hidden they would take off their socks and they would and they would stomp on the grapes they would stand in this big bucket full of grapes and they would and they would stamp on them until every single grape broke open and the juice came out a little more sophisticated is they probably had special boots and they did it with that we, obviously, it's done by machines, but it's basically the same thing. I want you to just picture for a moment, when we think of where we're going to, what we're going to move forward in on the 15th of Shabbat and through it, what is this for us? For a Jewish woman, life is, you know, a lot of work. You get in that bucket, kind of, and, and you're, and you're stamp, stomping around, and your goal is that you see these nice grapes, you see this, 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 you, this nice whole grape and a whole bunch of them, but you know that there's something even better inside. And that's the grape juice. And women have that sense of how to see the potential in something and pull it out. Get it out of it where it's hidden and pull it out. That's one of the things we're good at. So, and, and when they would do the grapes, the grape juice, they wouldn't stop until they crushed every single grape. And we, we have that. When we think of, you know, Chesed and Gevurit, Tiferes, Netzach, we have that in us too, especially in this generation. The Jewish women in Nashim Tzitkanias tend to be very determined. Netzach. We won't stop until we've extracted the potential in every single grape. And it's a good thing. Sometimes people will say, okay, enough already. Give up. Whether it comes to chinuch or other things, chinuch of students, chinuch of children, other areas, somehow we see this has to be done. Somehow we, we're on the way to perfecting a theistic way of being absolutely determined and getting done what has to get done. It seems like a very masculine quality, you know, a man goes out there and he goes out to conquer the world. And yet, we have that within ourselves. We have that ability. Our imahus had that. They knew what they, they knew that they wanted there to be a continuation of Am Yisrael. And they did not give up. They just kept moving forward. They davened, they did what they had to do. They were, they were not, they were not, uh, they didn't back down. So there we are, just picture ourselves in, you know, stomping on those grapes. And we know that when the juice, the good stuff, comes out, of those great skins, if it's left long enough and left in the proper way, it becomes wine, obviously. So what is wine? Wine is nichnas yayin, 
Yaisis Said. The wine goes in, the secrets come out. Wine, obviously, is used for Kiddush. How is, how is that connected to secrets? We'll see in a second. Why do we need wine for Kiddush? Shabbos begins. We bring it in. And then the next stage is Luchunaranana, ushering in Shabbos with song, davening, and then Kiddush. What if a person is still in a weekday mood? You know, he was having a hard week, and there was a struggle, and he's still remembering the struggle of the week. But it's time for the chasana with the, you know, the Shabbos queen. You know, it's time to greet the Shabbos queen. We're in our Shabbos clothes, but maybe we're not in our Shabbos mood. And so we take, the, the man takes a little bit of wine for Kiddush, and he's lifted up to the higher world, the world of Shabbos. It's like he gets in a Shabbos elevator and goes, zoop, so to speak. And he goes up to a higher world. And the wine enables him, for many different reasons, to go to that higher world. And we as Jewish women, that's what we're good at. As I said, we see the potential. We see what's in the grapes. We see there's there's more to just, it's not just grapes. You can eat the grapes, good. There's something in there. We see the potential of people. And what we want to do and what we really spend our lives doing is lifting people up from their gullus way of being to their geula potential. To their geula potential. So geula, he needs a Mashiach he gears mangulasim. Geula is, is, is unfolding. Although it looks like it's going backwards, but clearly every moment we know the Chaz of Lublin, of course, everybody knows the story, so I won't repeat the story about his clock. And why did his clock make the Chassid feel like dancing? Because normally a clock makes a person feel like it's one foot closer to the end, Rahman Islam. But by the Chayzeh, it was one moment closer to the unfolding of the Gula Shlema. And his clock gave that feeling, and therefore the Yid who heard his clock, who stayed in a room with his clock, couldn't help but dance. Because he felt the Gula's unfolding. We're stepping into it. But we as Jewish people, as Jewish women, we don't just step into things. Oh, great, the door opened, we're going into Gula. We make sure everybody comes with us. We're the nurturers. We're the enablers. We're the ones who say, no, 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 come on, come, 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 come. Everybody come with us. So we are that kiddish in a way. We exemplify that kiddish of bringing the world from the old Gullus way up to the Gaula way. As the Gaula unfolds, to make sure that the people who are here fit in the Gaula. No chachma, there's an unfolding geula and everybody feels like, I don't belong in this reality. We want, the, you know, like the song, no Jew will be left behind. And that's a real instinct. It's a very feminine instinct, the instinct of Jewish women. And, and the last thing is, so what is the site? Wine goes in, the grapes go in, and the secrets come out. 
again, as we're saying, how did we make grapes into wine? A lot of work. As Jewish women, we're used to a lot of work. We're, we're not the people in the world that could be called lazy, Hashem. We're used to a lot of work. Because it's exciting work. It's the real work. And we have the real source of being the ones who shuffle everybody over the, over the, the shell, over the threshold. That's the work. So when we help to unleash the potential in the grapes, and, and it becomes wine, we do what we have to do to the world so that it becomes ready to be lifted to the next level, like with Kiddush, what comes out? Secrets. What kind of secrets? The secrets of Hashem's Tyra. The deepest, deepest secrets. It says that there are four kinds of foods that we have in general at a Yantus meal. There's bread and water, and there's wine and oil. When they come lightly, we drink something, we have some kind of a main dish, so that's the bread and water, the basic stuff. And then the wine for Kiddush, and the oil, which is what makes everything tasty and satisfying. So wine goes on the secret. Wine goes on the secrets of Tyra, and oil runs in the, the Tyra, and oil goes on the secrets of the secrets, the deepest secrets, Razin de Razin, which is why Hanukkah and Shabbos, we light with candles or with oil. So the secrets of Tyra, the deepest secrets of Tyra, they are yet to come out. It says that the Tyra we've learned in this world is heavy compared to the Tyra that will be in Yemais Mashiach. Hevel compared to Tairat Hashem Mashiach. The secrets are yet about to come out. The deepest truth about who Hashem is, who we are, what our potential is, what the world is really. What was all of that that happened through history? Hashem, what was that? What is this now? What are all these opportunities? We're in a decade of plus. We're now in Tav Shinpei base, plus Bakol. What are these things that you're sending us, Hashem? It's a very unusual world. What is it? There's a secret attached to everything that's happening in the world. And there's a secret embedded in every piece of Tyra. Tyra itself is the deepest secret about Hashem and us and the world. And although classically men were the classical learners, of Tyra and the classical learners of the deeper level of Tyra. And that's why once upon a time you had to be 40 years old and married and settled and this and that to be able to learn Kabbalah. But Kabbalah corresponds to, Kabbalah is a a level of secrets of Tyra that take you far out of the world, far above the malachim and the spheres and all of that. But then there's Teresa Chassidus, Pneumis Atira, Teresa Chassidus. That's not taking us away from the world. It's telling us what the essence, Hashem through his Tyra, with his deep secrets, is telling us 
what is the essence of a, of a potato knish, really? What is the essence of chicken soup, really? What is the essence of this Indian and that Indian? What is the essence of, a, of, of an ox? In Gemara, we learn what to do with an ox. If the ox gored such and such a person, who pays? What do you do with it? But then there's another question. What is an ox, really? And why is an ox able to gore? And why is a fish able to swim? And why is a chicken able to... And why, why, why? What is it really? What is Hashem asking really? What is Hashem telling us really? To appreciate that requires a feminine aspect, a feminine energy that already has sort of an instinct a sense, a sixth sense of what things are really. Not just how do they look, but what are they really? Lots of people know that if you have a boy who goes away to yeshiva, and a girl who goes away to yeshiva, so the, the boy calls home and you say, how is it? He says, yeah, good. Baruch Hashem. How many boys in your room? Two. Okay. Where do you sleep? Corner. Okay, tell me something else. Nothing to say. Boom, boom, boom. The girl calls home and she says, oh, it's unbelievable. She said this and they said that and they did this and we went here and you had to see this. And much deeper way of explaining it, not just basic facts. I sleep on the top bunk bed and yes, it's warm enough. End of conversation. I have to go. That's the masculine way. The feminine way, the way that is unique for Jewish women to see the deeper, the deeper level. So we can say that not only are we talking about extracting and creating wine from grapes, this is who we are. We look at grapes, we look at those fruits, and other people might say, a fruit is a fruit, a grape is a grape, just eat the grape and what do you want? No, what are you making everything with the sugar for? But we know Inside that grape, there's infinitely greater potential. With that grape, we're not just going to eat the grape and be done with it. We're going to squeeze it. It's going to be hard work, as we said before. We're going to extract that juice and ferment it properly. And it becomes wine, which then elevates the whole weekday to Shabbos which then really elevates the whole gullus to Geula. And so we say, Hashem, with these fruits that we're planning to celebrate, the 15th of, of Shvat with, we will, see, we will bring them, they will be brought in the Geula Mitis Vashlema, in Eretz Yisrael, the land that's praised with these fruits, the land from which, that Hashem's eyes are on it from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Proudly with the baskets. When we come, when, 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 when we prepare baskets to go to the base of Megdish, proudly with those baskets in our hands, or proudly preparing those, proudly preparing the world for Geula, we say, Hashem, we're ready now. We want to be in the Gula Mitzvah right now in the base of Megdish Thank you so much.